Yes. I think that interest is going to dry up. I think liquidity is going to be harder to come by. I think VCs are going to have a hard time. I think there's lack of interest and a negative name to the crypto space. The crypto space has turned into a complete joke with the FTX situation. It's it's been completely set back for at least three to five years, in my opinion. this episode of Early Bird, John Cole, founder of BitBusiness. John joins the podcast today to talk about cryptocurrency investing in 2023, including why he is bearish about 2023 and how he is shorting cryptocurrency. If you're an investor looking to stay on top of the latest market trends, then you're listening to the right podcast. This is Early Bird, and I'm your host, Stephen Lerner. Before we get to today's discussion, let me tell you where you can save time and beat the market through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter featuring commentary about the latest trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and equity crowdfunding. Early Bird is designed to help individual and non-professional investors stay on top of all of the critical investing trends. The newsletter is 100% free and is sent to your email box each weekday morning. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, today's discussion. All right, John, welcome to the Early Bird Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Stephen. Thanks for having me. It's an honor to be on your pod. Not a problem. I'm glad we're going to talk about the state of cryptocurrency investing as we enter 2023, what investors should know about cryptocurrency investing, especially this year. Uh, before we do that, John, what, what should the audience know about you? Uh, what, what, what's a good way to describe your background in 30 seconds or less? So uh, I've been in the crypto space for the last four years. I've been in the DeFi space for the last two years. I've invested in 50 plus projects. Uh, I have the founder of my own crypto related project. And uh, I have my own Discord group with 2,500 members, and I'm a crypto influencer across various social media platforms. Excellent. So you're, you're definitely tuned into the issues of cryptocurrency. Um, I guess, how would you describe your sentiment uh, of sort of cryptocurrency investing here in early 2023? Are you bullish or bearish, and why? So I'm bearish. Um, reason being is if you... Okay, so... Cryptocurrency is in cycles, is the obvious thing you know. And the bull cycle ended probably in March uh, 2021, 2022. Mm-hmm. And with that, we saw prices really downtrend and the collapse of certain things and funds start to dry up. And that's when we saw really kind of like that big bubble start to burst. And that's when I kind of became bearish. Um, I, I just go with trends in cryptocurrency. And it's been a bearish trend for months. And with that being said, I've been short for the last few months uh, with Bitcoin, Ethereum, various altcoins. I think it's a great opportunity as liquidity dries up and interest dries up in cryptocurrency to short these coins like Solana. You, you would have made a killing if you were shorting that. Um, I, my sentiment has been bearish for the last few months and going into 2023 is going to remain bearish. Nothing's changed with the economy as much. It seems to just be getting worse and the wealth gap keeps getting better, keeps getting more. It seems like we're headed towards a war or some sort of global conflict and our, our country is having some serious issues. Uh, I don't think that the, the stock market and crypto could just go up forever. And we've seen just recent growth in the last few years. And I think these overvalued companies and things that don't actually 
or do, do anything are, are going to collapse and certain systems are going to fail. So I think that I'm pretty bearish going into it. I think that people have a lot of other concerns besides cryptocurrency going into the year 2023. Mm. And I think that from an investing standpoint, it's really not like exciting to be in the crypto space at this at this point. It's not like how it was in the bull market where you can make life-changing games right now. It's You can still find your exes, but it's, it's a lot harder in the crypto space right now. And I, I still, I think interest is going to dry out and I think it's going to really return to the fundamentals of decentralization, peer to peer, and just real yield DeFi protocols coming. And, and I think dApps are really going to be a, a, an important thing of driving cryptocurrency success into the next bull market. Interesting. I like your perspective. Um, so you're, you're, you said you're bearish. What, I guess in the past year or so, what, what events do you think contributed to your view, your sentiment of cryptocurrency? Is it rising interest rates and inflation? Is it the wars we've seen, particularly in Europe? Is it or, or issues with cryptocurrency, whether it's scams or collapses of platforms such as FTX? Or is it all of the above and more? I would say all of the above and more. I say it started with the Terra Luna collapse. I was there for that. And that was the start of everything unwinding. So if you really look into the FDX documents and have an understanding, you'd realize that the price of Bitcoin went up because of FTX spoofing orders. They were a very nefarious player in the crypto markets and contributed to the rise of altcoins such as Bolana going to $200. When Terra Luna collapsed, there were people that were so exposed that you would think are so irresponsibly degenerate trade fi and crypto that you would not believe when that happened when I, billions of dollars were lost i think it was 18 billion dollars and people were hurt and it wasn't just people in the crypto space it was everybody like i everybody was involved in this giant ponzi scheme earning 20 percent yield on their ust mm-hmm. yeah it- that event catalysted into literally the every stx blowing up could have happened the same month as may but sbf obviously was nefarious and kept it going mm-hmm. yeah you're, you're right there were so many dirty issues with ftx we could do an entire podcast series on it we're not going to get into that right now but you're right it certainly exposed a lot of the issues with cryptocurrency um it's certainly interesting though I, I, you've seen even in 2022 last year where you had all these investors of cryptocurrency, despite all of these issues with FTX and all the other scams in the market, you still had a lot of bulls in the crypto markets touting its success, saying how great de- decentralization is. Um, I'm not saying to stay away from crypto entirely. Obviously, it's an alternative, and you know, alternative investments is something you always got to discuss with uh, uh, your financial advisors before getting into it. But ob- but obviously, you're tuned into some of these issues about why the market is so um, dangerous right now, especially for cryptocurrency. After all the horrible events in 2022, you think that 2023 is going to be an even worse year for crypto? Yes. I think that interest is going to dry out. I think liquidity is going to be harder to come by. I think VCs are going to have a hard time. I think there's lack of interest and a negative name to the crypto space. The crypto space has turned into a complete joke with the FTX situation. It's It's been completely set back for at least three to five years, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, it, 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 reputation is lost in the industry. Sorry, go on. So 
my thesis is like I have a company in the crypto space, right? Mm-hmm. And most people would be like, oh, you're ludicrous. And I think it's a good time for people that. So I think that crypto is. I don't think like Bitcoin's going to go to all time high again anytime soon, but I do think it's going to rise again, and we can see like you know mini bull seasons again eventually. But I, I and that drives interest. But while Bitcoin dries up and liquidity dries out, interest is only going to die. People are getting into Bitcoin at sixty thousand dollars, and but the thing with the last bull run is that it exposed people to the fundamentals of decentralization and what Bitcoin really is, and that's important because cryptocurrency isn't just a giant Ponzi scheme. It's really fundamental ideals that are building built upon, and if you understand that, and we're here before the pumps and all that, you're probably still here because a lot of people weren't in it for the money at first. We were in it for the decentralization aspect and that departing from that normal system, normal financial systems. And crypto has so much innovation that that's not going to go away. There's so many things that have been built on top of blockchain that there's obvious use cases and that obviously the future of finance is in these digital blockchains and digital assets. So I think that for the next few years that we try to bearish and as we see, I, I think we're in a recession, like obviously in our economy. Uh, I'm not, by the way, this is not financial advice. I'm just a <laughs> 21-year-old kid that just graduated <laughs> college. Yeah, uh, so, I, this is not financial advice. This is just for entertainment purposes, of course. It's just speak, my, speak to just a financial advisor. Yes. Um, but but go, Sorry, go on. No, I'm sorry. I would keep rambling. You, you go. <laughs> well, I, I was going to ask you because I know you, you said you're bearish in cryptocurrency, but it sounds like you are still a believer about the purposes of decentralization and what decentralization stands for. I was just really wondering, given the events in 2022 where so many uh, crypto platforms collapsed, um, we, we've seen banks collapse before, but at least when a bank collapses, you have federal insurance. It's the benefit of, of centralized finance. Do you think 2022 yes. sort of exposed the the, the dark side of decentralization that, hey, as great as it can be, there there, there are some negative things to decentralization? Did you, did you see it Absolutely. that way? Absolutely. There's a lot, there's, there's, there's pros and cons, but that's the thing with decentralization. Like hacks, for example, that's a serious issue and exploits, right? And incompetence in that. The, the great thing about decentralization is that there's permissionless systems. And that's what's key. Because with permissionless systems, you can you can fade out that um, what's the word uh, like corruption. Mm-hmm. So there's no corruption with permissionless systems, and in DeFi systems, they're not perfect. But the ones that are perfect run perfect. Uniswap makes more money in fees than the Ethereum blockchain does in a day. That's billions and mil- millions of dollars per day, literally, and it, it, it's it's apps like that. That okay, you can transact a million dollars worth of U.S. dollar mm-hmm. coin for any type of digital asset on chain. That's revolutionary, mm-hmm. and th- there's principles I've seen and how re- revolutionary it is, and how fundamental, fundamentally cha- like challenged our world is and behind on financial systems, and how this is going to change it. Whether it be the start now with Dogecoin, all these stupid coins and people getting exposed. But in the future, I think the future looks like people have CBCs on their phones. Their digital IDs are NFTs connected to their digital wallets. Everything is connected. And unfortunately, I think that it's going to be very dystopian-like in our future. But, you know, blockchain is going to be a part of that. 
And if you can't see that, then you need to take reevaluate what DeFi is and what blockchain is. Because if you really understand what blockchain is, you can see the path that we're headed down and it isn't pretty. Well said. When we return, we'll hear from John about how to short cryptocurrency and his advice for investors in 2023. But first, let me tell you where you can become a more informed investor through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter. Early Bird has commentary on the latest events and trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and crowdfunding. With Early Bird's daily weekday email, investors can quickly stay on top of the trends and beat the market. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now, back to today's discussion. So, John, today we're talking about uh, the state of cryptocurrency investing in 2023. Obviously, you're bearish. Um, your uh, view is to short the market, especially the short uh, a lot of the crypto projects out there. Um, could you, would it be possible to maybe go to, over the audience, tell them a little bit about what you mean by short, how, how you sort of do that in the cryptocurrency world? Yeah, absolutely. So, so in stocks, you have options, mm -hmm. but in crypto, you have options too, which you can do. You could do puts and calls on sites like Darabit. I'm not a fan of doing that personally, but I am a fan of doing something called perpetual futures contract trading. And what that is, is, the trading of the price action of Bitcoin, ETH, or other digital assets. So you can use leverage and you can say, hey, I think this is going to go up, down, or you can become a scalp trader, which I am, which means I scalp tiny moves with high amount of leverage and I try to add up on scalps and have a high win percentage. The way that I do this is different. There's a few ways. You can use a centralized exchange like Binance if you're not in the U.S., uh, I actually prefer to use something called GMX or any on-chain perpetual futures contract DAP. So what the hell does that mean? So that means that you need to have a MetaMask ad wallet and you can connect to these different DAPs. And these DAPs mean it's not a centralized entity. So you're trading with the, it might be higher fees, but you're, you're paying for that security. You're trading right out of your wallet. So there's less of a risk of hack. So the way that I would recommend, like I practiced for two years before I even took a trade. This is a high risk, high reward thing to do. And I would not recommend it for beginners. If you're looking to do this, you can use a demo account on apps such as KuCoin, or I think Binance has a great demo account as well. I recommend anybody starting to start out there. Mm, interesting. It's a, good, it's a good way to start. I'm sure a lot of our listeners have questions about how to short crypto, uh, how to get started with that. Um, going back to the subject 2023, you know, you, you've obviously said your feelings in the crypto market, um, just to play devil's advocate real quick. I know there are some investors out there who are bullish on cryptocurrency, both in the long term and in the short term. Uh, some out there who say that crypto is poised for a comeback in 2023. Uh, they, 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 they look at history and say, oh, based on certain numbers, it's going to over, it's going to go back this year and the charts are showing this and that. What do you say to all those those bulls out there who are really optimistic about the state of cryptocurrency investing short-term here in 2023? Um, I don't know what economic factors you, you're looking at. I run a cryptocurrency-related business, and I wouldn't 
love nothing more to tell you, yeah, bro, we're going to 100K. People are buying. And if you look at the metrics of total volume, go on DeFi Llama. Yeah. Go look at the metrics. Go see every day how much volume is coming out, how the crypto market cap is decreasing. If you're a short-term bull, it's fine. I, maybe there's an echo bubble is what people are saying. So Sure, maybe we have an echo bubble, right? Yes. I don't think that the Bitcoin bottom is in. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's a possibility that we're at disbelief on the chart right now. And we haven't even seen real capitulation yet, which sounds crazy. But I still believe in that. Wow. So, so where I'm getting some of this information, um, back in December, blockchain.com did a survey um, with 40,000 respondents. 40% of them said they plan to actually buy cryptocurrency this year, 2023, um, including cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. So there's still a healthy amount of investors in the crypto world who still believe in crypto, at least in the short term, that, that, that it's going to go up. That's why they're planning to buy it this year. So is there some type of divide you've noticed between the bears and bulls in the, in the crypto investing world? Absolutely. Do you want to know what? I think 90% of people that are in cryptocurrency aren't profitable investors and mostly don't know what they're doing and just say, hey, I'm going to dollar cost average into Bitcoin and Ethereum mm-hmm. and know nothing about mining. They know nothing about hash rates. Mm-hmm. They know nothing about what's going on. They don't know anything about actual transactions on Bitcoin, how the network's doing, and how regulations are going to impact the space. What if we have to KYC to use DAP? Do you think anyone's going to use that? You think somebody like me is going to want to trade on a DAP that's a KYC with the government? It completely defeats the purpose of crypto. Mm-hmm. And I think that SBF has ushered in a, a dark age for the crypto space, and not because I'm a doomer or a bear. Because I'm a realist. So and being a realist, it seems regulations are coming. Oh, it, regulations probably are coming in some way, shape, or form. But since you brought that up, I, I have of the belief that some regulations could actually be good for the crypto world. Um, and it might actually help improve things in the long term. Um, if that happens, I think that would be interesting. Maybe, maybe there's some, some good possibilities of crypto in the future. Um, you, you said a few minutes ago, you know, Bitcoin hasn't bottomed yet. Since 2020, as you know, Bitcoin's price has been at, what, 9000 plus. Do, do you think it's going to get lower than that in the future? Um, I actually have my, no, I think my, actually my bottom target is like around 9K. Okay. Uh, I think that would be a great price for Bitcoin. And I think that alts are really going to die. Mm-hmm. Another thing about what you said about retail investors is half these coins are vaporware. Like the thesis is changing crypto. Mm-hmm. They're the same altcoin thesis that worked in 2020, where I was able to go from a kid with a thousand dollar net worth to a six figure net worth. Those opportunities aren't there anymore. There, there, there's not coins that are going to be pumped up by Almeida, by Three Arrows Capital. These, these pump and dumps that are in altcoins on top 100 coins. It's not happening anymore. And if people aren't using your DAP, you're screwed. And a lot of the major cryptocurrencies that people are ECAing into aren't going to be here in probably two years. Oh, wow. Maybe even the next year. So you're talking about. I'm, I work behind the scenes in a lot of crypto projects. Every DeFi project is dying, literally. They have no users. How are you going to be a successful protocol if you don't have any money? And a lot of these cryptocurrency investors don't know how to use DeFi. And they only know how to buy exchange coins. And, and to be frank, they're going to go broke because those narratives change. You know, got it. You're you're right that the market for cryptos it's not it's it's pretty bleak at least right now. Um, but for those investors out there who are interested in either shorting the market of cryptos similar to what you're doing, or those 
investors out there who maybe are a little bullish about Bitcoin or some of the altcoins. Uh, real quick, what advice would you give to uh, investors in 2023 who are looking at crypto? Uh, I would say now is the time to work on your skills, work on if like if you're trading price action, I think that's the best thing to do. Uh, I would not be buying too much crazy spot or if you are, you hedge with some shorts. You need to learn how to become a better investor, a better trader. You need to have a different thesis than everybody and come up with your own ideas because crypto is about mind games, really is. And you always need to be finding what the next big thing is because if somebody's probably talking about it, you're probably too late. One of the hints that I'll give you is I think that real yield option protocols are going to be uh, really on the rise in the future in 2023. Mm-hmm. I think investing in those tokens could be very good, such as GMX. Uh, like it rose from $4 to $44, $58 now, whatever it is. Yeah. So I think that there's going to be opportunities like that. But work on your skills. Trade price action. You know, come up with your own thesis. Yeah. If you keep grinding and save your money smartly because everybody, I'm, I, I really am not taking this lightly and preparing for the worst here. And I think that 2023 is going to be a bad economic year for the country. And I think that the world's probably going to be in a worse place than it was in 2022 at the end. Wow. Unfortunately. Yeah, that's that's pretty sad. But, but John, thank you so much for your insights. Really appreciate you coming on thank the Early you. Bird Podcast, sharing your, your thoughts about where you see cryptocurrency investing going in 2023. Uh, be, before we wrap up the podcast, I just have one final question, and it's the most important question for today's discussion. Uh, that question for you, John, is... What fictional family would you like to be a member of? Hmm. Hmm. Probably like the modern family crew. They seem like they got a good, uh, a good little family there. Thank you again to John Cole for sharing your insights on cryptocurrency. And thank you to everyone for listening to today's discussion. We'll be back next week for another episode of Early Bird. Have a great day.